0: Good evening. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Carol Ghanawa, your Married for Life coach, and you are listening to One Flesh for Life. I hope everybody's doing well. I had a wonderful message this service this morning. It was very, very encouraging, and it's really, 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 really giving me a boost today. So if you hear any excitement in my voice, that's because I really... um got a hold of the message this morning at church and it was really talking about trusting God to give us the strength that we need to accomplish our mission and our goal and for you all it's the goal to remain happily married for life with your one flesh spouse. Isn't that right? All right well great and to introduce you to this month's theme, the rest of this month's theme is the fourth pillar and the fourth warning sign that your marriage is headed on the verge of divorce. Last Last week, I talked to you about the third pillar and the third warning sign, and that was the leadership pillar, leading your, leading, making sure that you have the correct person leading your life if you don't want to end up in divorce. Amen. All right. So this tonight, I have a call for you to introduce you to the fourth pillar and the fourth one in sign that your marriage could be headed on the verge of divorce. So listen up carefully and Invite your friends and your family members and stuff to listen to the podcast with you so that they too can be encouraged, okay? So listen to tonight's um COVID for tonight. The COVID for tonight is called Sparky's Plight. And if you were with me a couple years ago, you probably heard this story before. But if you didn't, then this will be brand new for you. All right, here goes. This is called sparky's plight and a kovi is a mini version of our story times okay the lynn got a cute and adorable little chihuahua for christmas from a neighbor last year ever since they had sparky it was an adorable house pet for the lynn's however recently they have noticed over the last few months or so that Sparky has some white spots under his fur that made the lens very very concerned. The lens thought maybe it's the food that they just bought for him recently at the pet store so they returned it and got another kind for him but this time it seems like it got worse. The lens noticed Sparky was always using his leg to scratch himself very frequently, sometimes three to four times a day. And the parts of his body that he couldn't get to, he would roll himself over the carpet until the Lynn saw large amounts of Parky's fur all over their lovely carpet. This bothered Mrs. Lynn a lot. And on top of that, Sparky appeared to have a strange craving for paper and anything he could find to eat. He even ate the antique handkerchief that Miss, Le- Miss Lynn left on the sofa last night. It was one of her prized possessions because her mother had left it as a legacy for her. Fred! "'Don't you think we should take Sparky to the vet soon? "'He's behaving very strange these days. "'Something is not right,' said Mrs. Lynn. "'I agree,' said Fred. "'Let's take him to see the vet tomorrow morning.' "'Upon arriving at the veterinarian hospital,' The doctor informed the Lins that Sparky was itching because he was deficient in iron. And that was what was leading to his strange behavior when it came to chewing on things around the house or eating the an- antique handkerchief Mrs. Lin left on the sofa. The doctor ordered 310-milligram chewable tablets for the Lins and instructed them to give to Sparky three times a day. This would take care of the problem, said the vet. It sure did. The Lins didn't have the kind of problem that they had with Sparky ever since they started giving him the chewable tablets that the veterinarian doctor gave them to give him the end what's the moral of this story the moral of the story is that when you have cravings it's because you are deficient in something sparky was having a craving to eat and chew on things even things that doesn't make sense like the handkerchief or paper He had a craving to just chew and eat on things because he was deficient in iron. And how does this relate to your one flesh marriage? When your spouse has an intense desire for something or someone, the marriage is deficient in something. The marriage is deficient. The needs of the marriage... Are not being met. Yep. That's what it is. The needs of the marriage are not being met. And that since the marriage is, represents you and your spouse. Then you are deficient. In something. How many of you. Have certain cravings sometimes sometimes you crave for sweet stuff or you crave for pizza or maybe you crave for some Mexican tacos and stuff like that sometimes you have these little cravings right and what do you do when you have these cravings you go get you go get it and you satisfy yourself now I want you to understand that there's a difference between a desire and a craving. See, last month I talked about habitually walking in the desires of your flesh. Now that's different. Tonight, I'm going to be talking about the fourth pillar and the fourth warning sign that your marriage could be headed on the verge of divorce. The fourth warning sign that your marriage could be headed on the verge of divorce Is when you have an intense desire. Not a habitual desire now. An intense desire. That means you are lusting after the desire of your flesh. This means that you are craving. Let me break it down to you a little bit more. I really want you to get this. If I want some ice cream. I might pass one or two ice cream stores on my way home. And I might or might not get the ice cream. Depending on how strongly I desire it. But if I have a craving for the ice cream, nothing is going to stop me until I get some of that ice cream from the store. So my desire for the ice cream will be satisfied. Are you following what I'm saying? So a desire for something is different than a craving. That's an intense desire for it. The fourth red flag or warning sign that your marriage could be headed on the verge of divorce is when you, wifeies, or hobbies, have an intense desire, a craving to satisfy your flesh. Hobbies, let me start with you. Let me talk to you for a little bit. Do you find yourself lusting or flirting all the time with other women on your job, at your church, or just going into the stores or stuff you just can't seem to stop flirting you have a very intense desire or craving to flirt with other women this is because you are deficient in something that could be you are no longer feeling attracted to your wife Maybe she's not as sweet as she used to be. Maybe she's not as charming as she used to be. When you first met her, she wore some beautiful stuff and she was looking good and sexy and everything. And nowadays, it seems like she's not even paying attention to the way she looks or she doesn't really care anymore. She's not looking as gorgeous and flamboyant and really, really melting melting in your heart anymore. And so you start having this craving and this desire to flirt with other women who look at her, who you feel are looking more sexier than her or looking more beautiful than her. Something you are deficient. You are deficient in seeing your wife the way that you used to see her. That's what you're deficient in. That's why you're craving to flirt with other women because that. That desire that you used to have, that desire that was satisfied before is no longer being satisfied anymore. So you are lacking that. you're You're deficient of the tenderness that you used to feel when you saw your wife and she would speak sweetly and gently with you. It just melted it just melted you. you know you're following what I'm saying? How about hobbies? Do you feel do you find yourself spending a large amount of money purchasing lottery tickets instead of using it to take care of your wife and buy her that wonderful lingerie so that she can start looking sexy again for you? Or spending money on your children and taking them out and stuff like that? You find do you find yourself spending a whole lot of money? trying to get these lottery kisses you are craving the desire to make a lot of money because you feel broke all the time you're not making enough money as you desire to this is the fourth warning sign that your marriage could be headed on the verge of the war when you find yourself craving a desire to make more money ...or to make lots of money is because you are deficient. You are no longer satisfied with the amount of money that you are making. It's not good enough. You no longer feel satisfied with the amount that you are making. This is the fourth warning sign that your marriage could be headed down the verge of divorce. Watch out, hobbies, for these kinds of craving. Don't fall into the trap of the devil before i tell you about this pillar for tonight i want to that you need to use to help you overcome these cravings. let me now turn to wifeies. Wife's do you have a strong desire to pour out your complaints and just vent to your friends and your family members instead of your hobby the one who you used to be able to open up to and talk to do you have a craving nowadays to just let it out all out with your friends and neighbors and everyone else besides hubby? Do you all of a sudden have a craving for cigarette? You are deficient in something, my friends. Wifey? The reason why you have this intense desire to vent to others instead of hobby like you used to is because you are deficient in the trust that you once had for him. You no longer trust that he's going to listen to you. You are deficient of the trust that you used to feel for your husband. And that's why you used to be able to vent to him. You used to be able to talk things out to him and feel heard. Now you don't feel that anymore. And that's why you have a craving and a desire, intense desire, to vent to everybody else besides him. Do you have a strong, tense desire to smoke some cigarette? Are you just having a craving? You used to be able to put the cigarettes down and not have to pick them up and smoke it nowadays it seems like you just have to have a cigarette no matter where you are no matter where you go that's because you are deficient in something my friend you are deficient and you are using the cigarette to try to feel more comfortable you're you're desiring and smoking the cigarette to feel good to feel better to feel more to feel relaxed you use the cigarette to relax why because you are deficient in feeling relaxed you are no longer feeling relaxed you are no longer feeling confident you are no longer feeling hopeful you're feeling anxious you're feeling tense you're feeling overwhelmed So you are deficient in joy you are deficient in hopefulness you are deficient in feeling comfortable about circumstances that are coming your way this craving that you have for the cigarette my friend is replacing the contentment that you used to have and that you wish you had this smoking and the craving for the cigarette is replacing my friend The joy that you felt when your husband used to lavish you with gifts and stuff like that. Or when he used to be able to, you used to be able to talk to him smoothly and calmly and, and lovingly. And you bonded together. The craving that you have for the cigarettes is because you're overwhelmed with the bills that need to be paid. You're overwhelmed with the responsibilities. Are you following what I'm saying? Does this sound like it relates to you? That's what these are some of the examples that I'm telling you about that when you have an intense desire, you're lusting, That means you're craving the desires of your flesh. It's because you are deficient. The marriage is deficient in something. It is lacking in something and the pillar, the pillar that you need to have in place, a pillar is a form of support. And once you have this pillow, this is what you use to help with not having these cravings. You need to make sure the fourth pillar is in place in your life. And that's the financial pillow. The financial pillow. Hobbies, this is talking about you being the head of the home and being the CEO of the finances in your home. Being the breadwinner. The Bible says in Genesis that 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 He told Adam, "By the sweat of your brow you will make red and you, you will work the ground, because it's from the ground you came, and it's from the ground that you will return." Husbands, you are responsible for providing for your home. You are the head of the home. God has made you the head. You should be head of the household. God is expecting you to be good stewards over the finances in the home. When you don't have the finances in order, when the finances are being shared, the responsibility of the finances are being shared, that leads to you being out of line with what the scripture says, which is the instructional manual for your one flesh marriage. I'm not saying that If you guys don't pray together and ask the Lord if if he can direct you how you can both work together to bring money into the home so that you both can take care of the bills and stuff like that. I'm not saying that you can't do that. I'm saying that God instructed the man to be the provider for the home. So you need to make sure. That you are providing and being a good steward over the finances in the home. You are the head of the house. Hobbies, make sure that you are not spending your money in selfish gain. Instead of meeting the needs of your wife and your children if you have any. Be sure that you are not doing that. Be sure that you are using the money to take care of the needs of the family and not indulging it in your own specific needs like buying a new boat for yourself or buying the most expensive car to because you want to have just as nice of a car as the browns next door. God did not call us to compete with our neighbors or our friends, our church brothers, our church sisters. God calls us to to be stewards over our own families. And that means hobbies, being the head of the finances and making sure you're a good steward over what God has given you. Am I making sense? I hope I am. If we do not have the financial pillar in place, this is the one that will help you to overcome cravings when you do have them because remember now craving desires of your flesh is because you are deficient in something but if you have the financial pillow in place that means be the provider of the home as well as malachi 3 16 tells us that we should also prove god that he will not pour out blessings upon us if we give him 10% of our income. That means of our substance. That means of what you earn. The first fruits of what you earn. 10% should be given to God. Are you are you, hobbies and wife is making sure you are tithing and giving back to the Lord what is, belongs to him? Are you sure that financial pillar is in place and that you are giving to the Lord as you should be doing? I'll talk more about this the next time. But in the meantime, don't forget, you don't have to experience divorce ever again. God put the two of you together to be one flesh for life. God bless.